now listening to the Seventh Rounders. And just like that, the college football season is done. It's over. Um, some would say, how did it go so quickly? Others would say, thank God it's done. I'm in the latter portion. Um, I just wanted it to be over. Um, I won't congratulate them, but that team up north are your national champions. Um, they do defeat Washington. I mean, just the worst possible outcome to my year. You know, just why do they have to win? You know, throw the set the betting aside for a second. Like, they're cheaters. They're hard to like, and they, they do this to me, you know. Sports gods, they've just really not been on my side recently. But here we are. I'd like to turn it over to other two um, and not take up the whole time. So, boys, how are we? I'm with you. Happy the season's over. But, man, Michigan, absolute wagging down the stretch for me. Just hammering them week after week, and they were delivering for me. So I'm, I was pleased in the result. I thought they were by far the best team this season. Don't have too much to add on that. Yeah. I faded them at the wrong time. I was on them weeks one through ten, and then once it got to the Ohio State game, I took Ohio State, then I took Alabama. I think I took Iowa. Uh, I faded them then on out. I started uh, me. betting with your heart there. Just not yeah. not the right time of year for it. Uh, guilty when I think of the, the Dolphins game last week after swearing them off for some reason still taking them, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, man, it was Michigan's year all along. It was Michigan's year the whole time. Um, Harbaugh, I sent, I sent that audio message the morning of, you know, on my deathbed, recovering from a, a stomach bug. And um, it was always their year, dude. Suspended multiple times, the whole Stallions drama. And they, the entire time, just beat the pulp out of teams. And they continue to do so. Not against Bama, I, which I think really was the national championship game. Um, you know, I, I hate, you said this earlier, Connor, I think, hate the narrative now that uh, with Saban retiring this evening that, you know, Michigan and Harbaugh might have been the ones to knock him out. I think it was just old age. And we were talking about it. You know, it was coming. The end of the line was coming for the GOAT. But um, that's crazy in its own right. But, yeah, I mean, good for Michigan. It was their year. They dominated. They did it in dominating fashion. Completely earned it. Would have been really interested to see what would have happened had Georgia been in the playoff because I do think Georgia was still – Georgia and Michigan were the two best teams, looking back at it. I would argue that Ohio State, um, you know, is your national champion. I think come three months from now when the sanctions come out and Michigan's title is taken away, you go to who played Michigan the best, who played the tightest this year. Um, Bama. It was the Buckeyes. So Might have been um, Bama. It was Ohio State. Um, so I will be claiming a title this year. Over to Connor. I thought it was just <clears throat> a shame that Penix didn't seem to have his A game. I don't know if that was Michigan's doing or just nerves or what, but, you know, he makes a couple of those those big-time throws. That holding penalty doesn't go against him. It's a whole different game. But not take away from Michigan. They That defense was elite. Secondary was elite. 55 on the D-line. I think he's a sophomore. I don't even remember his name. Absolute unit up there for him. So, they were solid. I think Harbaugh probably heads to the NFL now. That's that's my feeling, but really? wouldn't blame him if, if he wanted to run it back either. 
I, uh, I, I think that was more of, you know, that team's defense. Um, I, I know Penix hits those throws. I just think from what I've read afterwards, some of the, the schemes that Michigan was throwing at them defensively, um, they just weren't expecting. So I think that defense did a great job, but you know, Penix with those weapons, I expected more. I mean, plain and simple. I was very disappointed in the offense output from Washington. He also seen, I don't know when he got that rib injury, but he was definitely laboring at the end of the game. I don't know if it was affecting him the entire game, but he just didn't look right. So I would have liked to see that offense clicking a little bit more, but uh, still a better title game than we got last year. So we're just steadily improving. Couldn't be much worse, so. Any, um, I guess before we hit on the Saban news, any any real closing thoughts on the season? Um, how, how you guys feel individually with your teams going into the offseason and the next season? Um, I actually wanted to ask that and, and see where you two are at specifically. Uh, so the floor is yours. There's one word. That's momentum. And the BC Eagles have momentum going into the offseason. And that momentum is a dangerous thing to have. And we have hope. That's where we are right now. It's got to be seven wins at least next season. That's the bar. And, uh, and I don't think we did it before, but congrats to the BC Eagles winning the um, the only team to win their bowl postseason game was BC. So good for them. Um, and Cardillo, the Oracle guest, pops on here. What a pleasure. Nit's second half is about to start. He's going to join us. Oh, it's it's started. Two and a half. All right. We need him to win. uh, Plus one and a half. They can lose by one. We don't want that for you, though. We want him to win for you. Um, Welcome aboard, dude. We just were, you know, final thought. Here, I'll give my final thoughts on the season. Give Dave a second. Uh, Couldn't like you. We were talking about the top. Glad it's over from a Gamecocks perspective. Get get me to next year. Pretty good run of the portal. Uh, this is what they do. You know, they do things to, to bring up the hope. And then what they do is they create an expectation and then fail. So, John, is Beamer on the hot seat next year? Not with what he's done in the portal. Uh, there's really been no talk, honestly. And, and he hasn't shaken his coaching staff up, which is if we're not improved next year, I think that's going to be why he gets fired is the coaching staff didn't make any changes. Uh, DC is the same person. It's like, Offensive I don't know what we're trying to do definition of insanity is going to be tested so we did just pick up a, a d lineman what do you say this will be his third year right i think so we just picked up a Fourth? a d lineman from bama and an o lineman from oklahoma got a couple nice transfers last week i mean he's been he's been pulling some guys so he could he's still like in that like uh let line. him get He's still in that let him get his guys in stage, I feel like. I feel like after next year is when the hot seat really kicks in. Yeah, no, by next year he should have. I think everyone on the team will be his guy at that point. So we'll see. Dave, the the man of the knit. Uh, any closing thoughts on college ball? Did you, guys already, did you guys already hit the title game? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I mean, it was a really fun season. <clears throat> I think uh, – I think having new blood in that title game was like, honestly, it, and just like the playoff in general, right. And you include Texas in there, like made it really exciting. Um, I'm looking forward to next year. Like I know there's a lot of change coming. The entire landscape's changing, but like, I really feel like 12 team playoff is going to just bring a whole new energy to 
kind of the end of the season, right? There's going to be more relevant teams, I think, come by the end of the year. And um, we're going to get more, I think, just relevant, important postseason college football, which I think is, is, is a good thing. So I'm excited, man. But yeah, I mean, it was, it was a really fun year top to bottom. I, I feel like we, uh, feel like every weekend, every week when we were jumping on the pod, we always had, um, you know, a few really big games to hit on or like a couple things that everyone needed, wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's just, there's just nothing like a, a college football slate, honestly. So I'll um, ask one more question before we get to saving. Everybody's favorite game of the season can be playoffs, can involve your team, doesn't have to involve your team. I'll start. My personal favorite was Alabama Auburn. Thought that was a fantastic game. Very memorable for me being on uh, Bama Live, but also having Auburn. Just a great environment. I was watching it and really liked it. Ending was insane. So that's mine. I would I would say I thought that first Washington Oregon game. The one in Seattle was outstanding. That game just had everything it felt like. Um, that that one sticks out to me. But then honestly, like, <clears throat> I mean, not not best games of the year, but like both semifinal games and, and the CFP were really good too. Like those are both really entertaining games. This is a tough one. Um, put me to championship. We SEC championship. Georgia Bama was awesome. Great game. Great game. Great game. Great game. I, I think two games earlier in the year that weren't like nail biters, but you know, week one, LSU, Florida State, and then what was it, week three, Texas, Bama, just those massive non conference games, you know, one of them being in Tuscaloosa, which I I prefer. Um, I thought that was awesome. And then obviously the other one was a neutral site, but still fun regardless seeing those two offensive juggernauts go at it so just red red river was pretty damn good this year too yeah um oh yeah oh yeah red river was great that's a red good river's submission. gotta be up there that's and i mean the, michigan ohio state too was was a was an incredible game i know not for you chad but <clears throat> as a neutral neutral bystander that really was that i mean that lived up to it. it you don't get a bigger game than that one um and it lived up to it just from a, a competitive standpoint so um real quick what were you guys like Cliff, no thoughts on the championship game. Not to make you circle all back on it, but better team one. Penix didn't have his A game. Better team one. Penix didn't have his A game. Michigan D line. Yeah, D line was amazing. Secondary was amazing. Well, Um, yeah, their defense in general. Just I I know Penix wasn't as sharp as he's been, but I think it says a lot about that defense. Um, And they they were were just just able to create confusion at times. Penix looked like he literally just got beat up bad in a bar fight by the end of that game, man. Like he was, he was, he was just done by the end of that game. And I mean, the Washington defense, so like that really was a game like into the fourth quarter because they totally turned it around. And I know I was firing off in the group chat, like, dude, that, that holding call in the fourth quarter when Washington was still me down a touchdown, they hit the big one to Odunze, comes back, kills the drive, very next play, McCarthy shot to Loveland that changed the entire game um and there was like Clemens when did you wind up falling asleep third quarter oh so you missed all that Washington had a chance Washington had a chance man like they really did like it ended up being a four-quarter game the final score doesn't reflect that but start like Washington held in there man I I thought I was trying to give it 
I was trying to give it my all to stay up, but yeah, it's just it 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 crept up on me. Um, twelve team playoff next year. It's, it's gonna yeah, be a lot different. I was gonna say Michigan's got two head coaching candidates on that staff at Harbaugh. Is out. They got uh, Brown, who is the interim, and then I assume Jesse Minner's going to be getting some head coaching looks here soon enough. I mean, Sharon Moore. Sharon Moore and Minner. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah, I think if Harbaugh leaves for the NFL, like, Sharon Moore seems like the obvious replacement to me. But Jesse, Jesse Minner seems like he'll be a hot name, too, soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you already guys, did you guys already hit on Saban, too? Nah, That's no, no. Yeah. Okay. I know it like it shouldn't be that surprising it happened, but like I was genuinely stunned and like honestly kind of sad. I was definitely sad. End of an era makes you feel a little bit older. Um, it's gonna be weird not seeing him on the sideline. I already saw a five-star receiver decommitted. I mean, Bama's Bama's recruiting class is about to probably leave the door. They just brought in a bunch of transfers right before the portal closed. It's a weird time. It's a weird, it's a tough, well, listen, that's that's the problem with the schedule right there is the whole calendar's messed up and then Saban makes this announcement and all these kids that flip to Bama are probably going to reconsider and flip flip again. So it's a good good reason why they need to fix the calendar for college football at the end of the season. You should just have um, like, there should be a dead period for like. Yeah. Like as soon as the regular season ends until. The last, until the the championship ends, that should be a complete dead period. Nothing should happen. What what's um, your favorite um, Saban, you know, memory or game that he's coached in or been a part of that you know comes to mind? One game that comes to mind for me, he lost it, but uh, I think Chad Kelly was the QB at Ole Miss. Maybe not, but Ole Miss beat them in Tuscaloosa. I think Hugh Freeze was the head coach. Just a insane game i think it was the game where the pretty sure the bama guy like batted it into the air oldness receiver caught it for like a long touchdown and then the the kick six will be a, a forever save in memory of just how devastated he was that he kicked that ball the, the kick what six is like uh is like uh i remember exactly what was happening that moment because it was such a like i was so i was with dad well, really? yeah, that we were yeah. That was at my house, yeah. I remember I was in the living room at my aunt's house um, and just, like, couldn't believe it. I, the one that sticks out to me in that similar thing, like, I think back to uh, when Menzel beat him. It felt like at that point, Saban was, like, kind of at, like, like that was, like, sort of dynasty was in, like, you know, rolling at that point. But, like, still kind of, I mean, that was, like, almost a decade ago, which is crazy to think about. Um Manziel went in there into Tuscaloosa and beat him that one year, right? Or was that mm-hmm. in a I'm pretty sure that was in Tuscaloosa. Uh, it was in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, yeah, that game sticks out to me. It was like that was like the legend of Johnny Manziel was sort of like born that day. Um, and also it was like, yeah, just couldn't believe that like this Johnny football kid went in there and like knocked off saving them. The last one I want to bring up was I I think it was the 2008. I was thinking 2012, but the 2008 SEC championship, the Bama, or not not championship, regular season game where LSU beat Bama like 3 nothing. Is that 2008, right around there? A little bit later, I think. You're talking about when uh, it was like one versus two, right? Yeah, it was the final score was like 3 nothing. Yeah, I think LSU won. Maybe that was like 2012. I think, I think it was 9-3 final, if I remember correctly. 
Okay. So I lied. Any anytime Saban we could get mad in a blowout or against like a like a group of five team, one of those bye games is always the best too. Yeah. It's pissed off in the fourth quarter up fifty eight yeah. to three. Yeah. <laughs> just a just a competitor. Yeah. Gotta appreciate it. Yeah. Uh the the coaching board at Alabama. Um I have no idea, honestly. They they have so many different directions they can go. They can go any direction, I feel like. Yeah, er, early thoughts on on that coaching search. I I I saw somewhere some people think that they'll bring they'll promote a coach from within this year and then get a big name next year. I don't know if that has any credence, but uh if that were the case, maybe Tommy Reese comes in for No for, way. Hard, hard no on that. I, I yeah. promise that is not the answer. I think, uh, look, I'm not not trying to shit on you, Connor, but there's just no way of that. Um, they can be in the cycle, man. Doesn't matter. Alabama is the caliber that, like, they could literally pull just about any currently sitting head coach. I mean, they have all the resources. They obviously have the history. Like, not many, not too many coaches are going to say no to Alabama football. That's as good as a job as it gets, obviously. So I, uh, I do not think they'll promote Tommy Reese. I think they'll, I don't know what that looks list looks like, honestly. I mean, you know, Dabo's like seems logical because he's an Alabama guy and obviously he's had that success, but like his stock seems lower than it's been. Obviously. Do you reach out to Kirby smart? Does he even consider that job? Probably make him say no. I mean, that would be crazy, but like you, you got to think they would know, like you, you at least it, you know, back channel inquire, I would think. Yeah. I mean, out. Yeah. You're, you make them say no, like I'm staying at Georgia, but Kirby I've seen has been getting some NFL buzz too. Like, I don't know if that's real or not, but he's kind of like Connor. I've seen like Falcons, you know, Falcons Kirby. are rumored for every single coach that's yeah. been fired in the last week. So yeah, uh, I think landing makes sense. I think Dabo makes sense. I think Dabo also wants to leave Clemson. I, I, it just feels like it got a little sour this year. And obviously he had that meltdown with that dude, Tyler from Spart Spartanburg. Is that where that yeah, kid was? Forgot about that long um, season. Dude, I just, Clemson hasn't taken a transfer yet this year. I, I don't know if like dad was who I'd want leading my program in modern day college football. Honestly. He, I, I mean, he's not, I'm with you. feels like a dinosaur. Like, I don't know, man. Completely. Completely. If he can, if they can get we'll, him we'll to see. jump from the NFL to college, Brable. Yeah, I All think right. they could absolutely look at NFL names too. Like it's interesting that it coincides exactly with you know, um, Black Monday here in the NFL, where a bunch of guys are getting fired and there's a bunch of new openings. So, Pete Carroll's oh. pretty crazy. Seattle opening up. I mean, yeah. weird day of coaching news. Really weird day of coaching news, but it'll shake out. Let's get to the NFL. Yeah, Steve Sarkeesian probably gets a call too, right? He could. He could. Yeah, he could. I don't I mean, know. Both him and Kirby though, are. Yeah, both Brable. him and Kirby were Alabama guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. Vrabel's going to be an NFL head coach next year for a different team. Titans are going to regret that one big time. I have no doubt about that. I was actually reading that. Uh, I think Ian Rappaport said that the Titans owner was pissed off with how Vrabel handled like his Patriots retirement ceremony. And like that had a, a, a an effect into his firing. Very weird. 
strange. Yeah. Um, the NFL. The playoffs. Yeah, week 18, kind of somewhat uneventful, other than uh, uneventful in the sense that, uh, except for the Jags-Titans game, I think it was pretty uneventful. Like, every team that was supposed to get in got in, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jags, man, they, 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 well, they already did start tearing it apart. I, I saw Doug Peterson fired some coaches yesterday, but they need to for them. Horrible end of season. Uh, Trevor Lawrence just did not look great down the stretch either. I mean, not going to say more than that. T- t- I'll address it. Tua didn't look good down the stretch either. Big prove it game in Kansas City in the cold, negative five degrees. But, um, I mean, some of these guys you think are guys, they just didn't really do a lot down the, the stretch. And, I mean, Trevor Lawrence and Jags missing the playoffs is inexcusable. Titans, C.J. Stroud on the flip side, winning division as a rookie. Good for him, man. D'Amico Ryan's a great coach. Texans could make some noise, kind of rooting for him to do that. D'Amico Texans kind of got that. Texans kind of got that it factor right now. They do. They do. I mean, Cleveland-Houston, the first playoff game of the week, is a hell of a game to start the week. Like, that's very intriguing for uh, for many reasons. I'm CJ gets Flacco. I still think Flacco's got a pumpkin game coming. Is I that don't know the biggest age disparity in starting quarterbacks this weekend? It's got to be. Got to be. Got to be. CJ Stroud even wasn't even in uh, high school when Flacco started his last playoff game. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, oh, quick man. note on the Jags, since you guys have brought it up. I'm just going to I'm going to plant my flag in that. Like, I feel like everyone is shitting on Trevor Lawrence right now. Stock is lower than it's ever been. I'll buy it all up, man. Like, I, I still believe in that guy as, as a long term like stud. Like, no doubt about I think, it. I think, I think he played hurt most of the, the way down the stretch. He had to. Super oh, bad. He, he had that nasty looking ankle injury where everyone thought yeah. he like tore his knee, ended up being a high ankle sprain, I think. Like, yeah. never missed a game. Like, this is kind of how Herbert looked down the stretch two years ago when he when he was playing with that bum shoulder or whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. dudes just don't get healthy in the league. That's a good point you make. I mean, I think Lawrence is still world class. Um, but yeah, that's, that was a hell of a collapse. Um, quick shout out, Mike Tomlin. I think this was settled before this past week, but I mean, never, never a losing season still in Pittsburgh gets him into the playoffs. You get to go on the road at Buffalo 10 point dog. I mean, could make mm-hmm. some noise at that number. It's, it's tough. With Tomlin T- number tough without TJ Watt playing. It is. It yeah. Is. TJ, that sucks. Um, no excuses though. I mean, look, I've seen the, the weather. You said Buffalo in a blowout. Bills in a blowout. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? It's certainly possible. Um, the weather is going to be a major factor in this game. If I'm sure people have already seen that. I'm seeing wind gusts up to like 50 miles an hour. Like Pittsburgh's been running the ball damn well of late. That's all I'm going to say, man. I think, I think they, the Steelers are very live. Dave. Pittsburgh has very been running live. the ball really well for the second half of this season. Um, so look, Buffalo is Dude, a better team. There's no denying can't, that. Can't get a can't get a Mason Rudolph pumpkin game. Got to avoid that at all costs. I might not need him. I think it's just a hey Mason, don't fuck up type of game. We're gonna hand the ball off to Najee, you know, 25, 30 times. Yeah. Jalen's gonna get his touches. I'll tell you what scares me a little bit, though. Jalen Warren did not look confident with that football last week. I mean, look, man, that That was was slipping and sliding everywhere. 
I'm just saying if the weather limits like what Josh can do with his arm and how he threatens you with his arm, obviously like never know, man. We'll, we'll see what happens. I, I, I've already said I, I don't have like high expectations. Like obviously I don't think Pittsburgh's going to go in there and win, but if they can, if they can make this a, if they can bring this game uh, late into the second half where right, kind of keep Buffalo on edge there, that's when you see these, these big favorites get tight, man. You just never know. You never know. Just make it tight, a four quarter game. Tight. Little tight sphincter. I will say the, uh, the the Bills do play down to their competition, or at least they have this season. So yeah, I mean, I watched a really <laughs> shitty led Bailey Zap uh, Bailey Zappy led Patriots team hang in there despite Zappy playing horrible. Um, the Chargers led by Easton Stick hung in there recently. Now this game's in Buffalo, so you know we'll see. But hey, they got a shot at it. We'll see what happens. Let's um before we get into playoff picks. Oh, are we going to do a separate competition like college football, separate playoff? Yeah, picks? playoff locks. Okay. Who won the regular so let's, season? Let's wrap up the regular. You season. did. Uh, Messier John. did. Messier won by John. a by a pick by a game, I think. John was twenty five, twenty one, and the line minus three. Did that hit? I went three and zero. I I got Save it. Got time. it. John John finished the year with a nice three and zero slate. Uh, 28, 21, and 2. Chad also went 3-0. and So he was 32, 17, and 2. Congratulations, Chad. Uh, Dave actually beat me by half a game. I looked earlier. <laughs> oh. That push, that push, that push won it for you. Uh, I went 1-2. I, I don't even want to talk about how incompetent DJ Chark and the Carolina Panthers are. I mean... Absolutely disgusting behavior by him jumping from about the five with that ball out there. I mean, they're um, bad, and Dave bad team this year. Yeah. Dave went one and two as well. No, I went 0 oh and three. After my three, oh, and yeah, 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 nice, you're right. You nice went 0 oh and three, but I went one and two. I finished 20 and I finished 21 and 30. Dave finished 21, 29 and one. <laughs> love to see it. You just love it. Hey, Chad, good, good on us, you know. Did pretty decent at the top there. Also, before we get into the playoffs, I want to say fuck Arthur Smith. Thank you for nothing. He was a disaster. Get your ass out of there. They waited yeah. a whole minute past midnight to announce his firing. That's when you know. He uh he was a disaster. Yeah, that was not a good hire. Give us some thoughts on the Dolphins Bills game. Uh exactly what I thought would happen every day of the week last week up until Sunday. And for some reason I had hope again, that's enough. Um, excited for the playoffs to start. I'm, I'm honestly, I was like, I didn't want week 18 to even exist. I was ready for the playoffs. Uh, was dreading week 18. Can't believe I went three and all my locks. So let's try to carry the momentum on to week one of the, uh, the playoffs here. Fuck the dolphins chat. I can't believe you try to get me in a bad mood. I love your Syracuse jacket. Let, let's, let's take a minute, you know, just think about the people that are going to be climbing those, those, the, as we speak, the black ice of the carrier dome fighting through some wind gusts, trying to get up, watch the BC Eagles of, of Connor powers and uh, going to battle 10 and four against the 10 and four Cuse orange. It's going to be a great game, great environment. And uh, hopefully not too many people the, fall uh, down the steps yet. This is potential quad one wins for both teams. So this is, big. I mean, it, it, college basketball so back. We're going to do full previews next week. Um, I think on how they finished, it could be quad one wins. You yeah. think getting a quad yeah. one win for beating BC at home? No way. No way. If no BC way. were to finish the season with like seven losses, that's a quad one win. I think Maybe. it might be. Might Maybe. 
It's a lot harder to get a quad one win at home. You don't know just as much as I don't know, all right? So don't act yeah. like you know. I'm just saying I would be stunned <laughs> if a home game versus BC uh, turned into a quad one win. But Listen to how he's talking about the 10-4 and four Eagles. He has hey, man, not watched a single, single dribble of that team all, this year. With all, with all due respect, yeah. I'm glad to see they're improved. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, I don't get why that game's at nine. Those poor souls driving home after the game get home safe. Yeah, it's, uh, that's a late one. Sure, sure Bayheim's not on the road after that one. He'll be put oh, to bed by up. then. That'll be over late. Has he been going yeah. to the games? I have no idea. Tired? Is he like a sitting courtside? He helps out on ACC Network Extra. Sometimes he's on it. Oh my god, I, I cannot. Uh, I can't. Why it's would you boring. ever want a guy talking on your network, man? Most lethargic human being on planet Earth. <laughs> I've seen him call games, dude. He's, you know, yeah. he's not he's not as nimble as he once was. Uh, All right, um, shall we uh, rapid fire through these wild card games here? I have a nimble first. Three locks or two? Uh, we will do. We can do three. We'll do three. There's enough games. Three locks. First Come on, Chad. Yeah. Don't don't be afraid right. of locks. I got Cleveland Texans. Uh, fun fact before we get started: first postseason ever that the Browns and Lions have both been favored. In the same postseason, this is wow. the first time it ever happened. Wow. Makes sense. Uh, Browns minus two and a half. Over-under is 44 and a half. Game is in Houston at NRG Stadium. Might still be confetti on the ground from the national championship game. Could be. I don't think I'm – I don't have an, any sort of lean or or bet in this game. Like John said earlier, two teams I, I love and I think are playing very good football and are – very solid rosters. Honestly, I think they're very similar teams to some of the CJ Stroud, I would say, is better than than Flacco, but just hard-nosed, good defenses. They got some solid weapons, and they got QBs that are just distributing the rock right now. I got my I'm first sorry. lock here. Yeah, go ahead. Browns minus two and a half. Um, people forget about what? 24 days ago on Christmas Eve, the uh, the Cleveland Browns went into Houston and they won 36-22, took care of business quite easily. Just not a good matchup for Houston, not a good matchup for the rookie coach and the uh, and the rookie quarterback. I think it's been a great story. I hope it's a fireworks sort of a game, but I think Cleveland runs away with it. Give me the Browns, my first. I'm, I'm rookie head coaches and uh, QBs are sorry. First time playoff coaches and QBs have struggled as well. So that's something you got going for you. I'm with John. Uh, I just think the Browns defense is going to be the difference here. Like they just their ability to pressure the quarterback. And and I think, you know, as great as Stroud is uh, when you got guys like Miles Garrett and the rest of that D line in your face, man, it just makes everything more difficult. And um, only thing I'm scared of here is the Joe pumpkin uh, or the Joe Flacco not, pumpkin game that, that Connor. I don't think it's really. coming, dude. I don't think yeah. it's coming. Dude, at the end of the day, he's still fucking. I don't know how old he is. Thirty nine, like just a number. He's got fresh legs. He didn't play all year. Yeah. He didn't play all year. I, I, I'll just say two two years like a year ago playing for the Jets, he looked like he was arguably He's, the worst QB in the whole they, league. So. They didn't keep him up. The Browns are keeping him up. Browns are keeping him up. As right. long as he's up, he's good. Any other locks lock there? Is, yes, under forty four and a half. Um, Rookie quarterback, rookie head coach. I think they're going to struggle to put up the points. And then Flacco, 
Texans have a decent, sturdy defense. I, I think this is going to be a barn burner. Oh, God. You know, a the, 21-17 the, type game. The nets have collapsed before our eyes here. Dude, I, I literally oh. might jump off the pot right now because everything was going great until you, I... You might have to, dude. If you want to fire God. your last two locks, I wouldn't blame you. God. Um, All right. On to Arrowhead, Dolphins, Chiefs, like John said, going to be freezing cold. Dolphins have... Not won a game under 40 degrees since before 2017. They're 0-11. Sorry, 0-10 straight up. Uh, I don't know. I think the coldest game two has played in is 29 degrees, which was the, that Bills regular season game either last year or two years ago. I love the Chiefs here. I'll take the Chiefs minus four. I think everyone and their mother's going to be on the Chiefs, but I am I'm trusting it. So Chiefs minus four is my lock, my first lock. Not touching. I, I honestly, I, I'm not gonna touch either. the The Chiefs team seems too obvious. Like it really does. It does. Um, my, my I only. Agree. I like it. I uh, I told you guys like I and again, kind of kind of what I mentioned with the Steelers, right? I I think Miami can run the ball. Like I really do. I think they'll be able to run the ball, and I think that's gonna matter a lot in this game. Um, but I saw Miami. They just put like four more linebackers in the IR. Like what the hell happened? Like Van Ginkle, good, and man. some other dude. Like, yeah, it's terrible. Literally are done. Like, they just play. Like, I don't understand. We signed so. Bruce Irvin and someone else. Can't remember who. We're just signing. <laughs> Ingram got a full a full contract. Yeah, Melvin yeah, Ingram studs, was getting. Yeah. Studs from 2019 are just flocking to us at the linebacker corp. I got no play here. Chad? No, I I, I think they're going to get killed, but I'm just. I just hope, it. you know, we're, we're, <laughs> we got the, we got the, we're, we're televised. We're not even televised. We're streaming on the cock here. We got the, we got the peacock spot. So it makes it harder to watch. Um, we can be thankful for that. Moving on. <laughs> All right. First game Sunday, Bill's Steelers it's in a Buffalo. 15 run for Northwestern yeah. against the Knits here, guys. I'm uh... tough. Bills minus 10, uh, over-unders 36 and a half. Uh, second lock is Jimmy Bills. I got them at minus nine earlier in the week, but I'll take Bills minus 10. Steelers plus 10 is my second lock. Too big of a number uh, for that weather in Tomlin. Love it. I got nothing on this game, I got, but. I got nothing. Eileen Pittsburgh. Um combination of Steelers play to the level of their opponent Pittsburgh being able to run the ball but you know in Buffalo I think you mean Bills playing to the level of competition but I got you yeah thank you um no play for Messia okay I would I I yeah the TJ Watt thing I don't think could be understated honestly um Pittsburgh's one in ten with them without him over the last uh I think three four years now so we'll see man I'm gonna stay away um my second lock, well, we're going in chronological here. What's the next game, Connor? Green Bay, Dallas? Green Bay, Dallas. Dallas minus seven and a half, over under 50 and a half. Give me Green Bay, plus seven and a half. Um, I just, maybe this Dallas team is different. Maybe they are. I just, uh, look, man, I've just seen them be just kind of, John talks about tight sphinx. Um See, feel like we just see that with Dallas every year. I just love the way. Uh, maybe I'm just sipping the Jordan Love Kool-Aid right now, but man, he's playing so well. That offense, um, they should have put up a lot more than 17 last week. Like, I just like them. They feel like that hot team, like that could make a run. They honestly remind me of um, 
Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow, a couple years ago, just came out of nowhere. I'm not saying Jordan Love is Joe Burrow or anything. I'm just saying like that. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting here, and think they could think they could make this one hairy in the fourth quarter. Seven and a half. I'll take it. I I, I hope Packers as well, but I I'm not gonna bet either side yet. Yeah, I lean (laughs) Packers, but um, inexperience concerns me there, and Lafleur has been poor in the playoffs, but. So is McCarthy in, in spots. He has one Super Bowl. I lean Dallas, but no play. Um, I think Micah can, you know, create some chaos, but no lock. All right, and two games left for Messier to get two locks off here. So let's we'll see if he does it. Uh, Sunday night, maybe the the most exciting game on paper on the slate. We got Stafford making his return to Detroit. Goff taking on the team that traded them. Lions looking for their first playoff win since 1991. They've, they've lost 32 straight. So uh, if the Dolphins lose and Lions win, Dolphins take the crown for that losing t- streak. And that will happen more than likely. I got the Lions minus three as my last lock. Too much emotion and pomp and circumstance around Stafford and his return. It's a revenge game for Goff too, baby. He's going to be dialed in. Pressure's off of him right now. It feels like. Feels like the pressure's more on Stafford. I like the Lions. Man, I kind of lean. I kind of lean Rams here. In fact, walk them up. Do it. I just do it. Look, man, Lions, great story. Um, I just honestly trust. I trust Stafford and like that team a little bit more to, to like win this game. And like I, I feel like Detroit's a team with the pressure on in this game. And you got a home game, like all the hype coming this week. Like I don't know, man. I just. I don't know. Something something I, tells me I, I like the I like the Rams in this spot and that Stafford's gonna show up. So I, I like the Rams as well. As much as I love Dan Campbell, I think this is a bit of a coaching mismatch potentially. And yeah, I mean Stafford I, to cup Stafford to cup or Stafford and Nakua when you need it most. Uh, I just trust To me it. it's just like literally like Jared Goff, Matt Stafford, man. Like I I, I trust Matt Stafford a lot more. Um so yeah, that that's where I'm going. You're getting. I think these goal. two teams are very even. So if the Lions were somehow dogs, I think I would take them. But I really think this game's pretty much a pick 'em in my mind. So I'm surprised. That, yeah, I'm surprised the line is three. Um, and I agree. I think it's the best game of the weekend. It's the one I'm probably most uh, looking forward to. Like as it's a neutral yeah. neutral bystander. I will be on the Rams plus three. I'm also going to take a money line because they will win the game. They got the better quarterback. They got the better running game. They got the better pass catchers. Give me the Rams. Okay. Okay. Uh, Last thing on that, is Laporta going to play or not? Because he's not. That's just a massive, massive blow for for Detroit, man. Like, they've really leaned on him um, in that offense all year, man. So, like, that. touchdowns. That's a that's a huge blow for them. That's a tough uh, week 18 injury. The last game of the week, probably the one I'm least looking forward to. Eagles Bucks. I mean, Eagles sock point blank. <laughs> but the Bucks, I don't think they're much better. Baker Mayfield might have like four injuries going right now. Everything in me wants to just say the Eagles should blow this team out, but I just cannot trust them. And I just I don't know if I trust the Bucks either, but as a dog, I definitely lean Bucks with the points. 
Messier's lock number three. Uh, I had to talk myself into this one. Um, Philly minus three. Um, I have decided that Philly is an experienced groom team that has just been looking forward to the playoffs for the last six six weeks or so. Um, they're just getting ready for this game. Um, they are the better team. I still think they're the second best team in the NFC when it's all said and done. Give me Philly. Cardillo beside himself. I mean, just <laughs> the Nets game is gonna be down to the wire, dude. Stupid, stupid. It really is. Just horrible call. Uh, I think that's anyways. it for the playoffs, isn't it? I I got no lean on that last game. Honestly, it's the hardest one for me to read. <clears throat> Maybe the I under. Would, I would lean Philly, but like they've just uh, no teams played worse on the stretch. I saw Baker. Easily. Baker's practicing with Zins in his pocket, so maybe the Bucks will cover. Lose 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 by one or two. He's probably got him in. He's probably got. He's probably throwing him in during the game. I don't mean the Bucks. There's a little rift in that Philly locker room. AJ Brown. There's some problems in there. Let's see what the Bucks. Is he gonna can play? Do. I don't know. AJ, seen anything on I that comment? Um, status uncertain. Let's see. I think yeah, that's, he. Was, I think he was. I think he's supposed to play, but. Okay. Eagles Sirianni optimistic on Devontae Smith and AJ Brown availability versus Bucks. That's good. Okay. Make it competitive. Um, last calls. Enjoy the slate. Um, folks, I, you know, if you haven't yet, and I'm still working on this, put the time in, analyze the college basketball board because John's going to come with questions next week. Um, yeah. Go orange. Beat the Fighting Eagles. That's all I've got. Good luck to the folks right, run, running up the carrier dump steps tonight. Um, and yeah, sprinkle in some college basketball on your weekend. And your week, the weeknight slates have been amazing. Um, enjoy it. Conference plays here. It's the best time of year. Go Eagles. Dave. Yeah, my Dave. last call is just like, you know, Penn State closes this game out because like it was going so well. I jump on here. I lose my volume. Vibes are horrible right now. They just uh, ah. get back in there, dude. Get back on the sideline. I gotta, I gotta go get hop back on the, the sideline. All right. All right. We'll be back next week. Boys. Good work. Concise, expedited. We love it. Thank you for listening. Productions by AJ Bradbury.